Is this thing on? Welcome to the safe space you didn't know you needed. Pour a glass and join us. You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Chinese. This episode, we're talking about how to be a baddie. From the music we listen to, to how we get free drinks at the bar. Check out this episode and let us know what you think. All right, welcome back to episode 73 of Goddess Culture Podcast. I just want to preface this episode by saying that um, we are trying new equipment, so bear with us. Pray for us, actually, because we are not audio engineers, Mm -mm. so this is trial and error. Straight from YouTube University. Um, But as always, if you like what you hear, and for this episode, if you appreciate what we're saying, because I don't know if you're going to like what you hear. We got to see at the end. Uh, Make sure to comment, rate, and subscribe. We are trying to climb the charts, and we need your help in order to do so. Um, Let's jump right into the news. All right. um, The first topic is the remakes um, with the black version of Disney princesses and stuff. Thoughts? Yes. Um, First of all, I want to say that I love the Disney princesses. I was the black girl who had the sheets with the black Barbies and princess. Mm -hmm. So like a remake feels like so heartwarming for me because I always felt like never. Not that I felt like, oh, these characters could have been black, but I just always assumed they were white. Like, mm-hmm. Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, Tinkerbell. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a long list. And there was, like, one Princess Tiana. Mm-hmm. And she was a frog and for, she, like, 79% of the movie. Of the movie, exactly. So I think it's, like, so heartwarming for our favorite movies to be remade mm-hmm. in, like, a version of ourselves because these are the same movies kids are watching right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I love that, like, black and brown girls are being able to see themselves in princesses. And the truth is, too, I mean, these princesses are fictional. And I think they're being very, like, direct and, and like, thoughtful about which princesses it is. I understand if Pocahontas isn't black. She right. wasn't black in real right. life. You know what I'm saying? I understand Mulan not being black. But a mermaid is a fictional character. Right. There were black mermaids in The Little Mermaid, the spinoff show. You know what I'm saying? Tinkerbell is a fairy. They were black fairies in the Tinkerbell franchise. So very cool to see um, the girls out here being black princesses and black mythical creatures. I think that's fun. I love this for us. Yeah. And I love this for our future kids. And I think anyone who hates it is racist. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because... If they remade any show with any different character, like, what does it matter? Like, it's our favorites remade. Yeah, I'm with it. Um, The Murdoch Trials. Bro. Yeah. Shit is real in yeah. whatever part of the... Mur- wherever I think it was South Carolina where it took place. Yeah, I think so. Low Country or something like that. Bro. Yeah. I What's crazy is I just saw a TikTok, like, three days ago of this girl saying, like, you know, people say, like, the South isn't that bad or whatever because we don't have gangs and stuff like that, but we have last names. And she was basically like, your family carries the legacy of your last name, and, like, those are gangs in and of itself, you know? It, they can be. Not everybody, but it can be. So I heard, like, Murdaugh is, like, you know, they're very powerful people down there. And yeah. they make some shit shake, apparently. No, they really do. So... If anyone watches true crime, I'm, like, very much so, like, unhinged when it comes to true crime. Same. Like, what is wrong with this? Yeah. We relax listening to murder. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I watch ID channel, Women Who Kill. Snapped. Snapped. Like, yeah. These are in rotations to just have a good day. You know, start your day. 
get my day kicked off with like a little dateline. You know, but the murder murders is like really like scary because it deals with so many different things. Like mm-hmm. this family has gotten away with so much illegal activities that mm-hmm. specifically targeted black people, poor people, uneducated people. The the father, Alex Mordor, he was like a attorney, but like the type of attorney where if you got into an accident and you wanted to make like a settlement, um, he would negotiate that settlement for you. So mm-hmm. what, that would be considered like an accident attorney or something like that. So he would help these people get the settlements and he would never give them their checks. Yeah, like literally steal their money. Steal their money. Um, he set up his like nanny of 20 years to yeah, die. So crazy. Got $4.3 million in insurance on that and then never gave the kids any of the money. He just, like, continuously did crime after crime, and he got away with it for so long. Covered when his kid got into a boating accident that killed another individual. I wouldn't even call it a boating accident. It literally was a murder. Like, when you watch, like, the Snapchat videos and, like, piece together everyone's story, you can see, like, he was so, like... very reckless. Like, how he was driving the boat really fast. And they said, like, let's just drive back or, like, call somebody to come get us. They were like, let us drive. Yeah. And he was like, no, this is my boat. Like... Killed, the bravado. killed someone. Yeah. His dad and his grandpa came to the hospital, basically got that crime wiped away. So I, it, it drove him to the point of, like, killing his wife and son. And it's really crazy because the son had a Snapchat video of him, like, 10 minutes before the murders. So it was like, how would he... He was saying he was sleeping during that time. And I think the craziest thing of the whole, like, case is, like, the, the attorney... Not the attorney. The judge. Because Alex was pleading like he didn't do it he was like i'm not guilty but the judge was like i guarantee it wasn't you but it was a different part of you Mm -hmm. like it was a part of you you probably can't even fathom but you were like so enraged and so like desperate and when people's backs are up against the wall you never know how they're gonna act i swear white people cannot survive being poor (laughs) like they can't they can't even imagine like being poor and he was running out of money so he probably killed them just to like to get the money to get the money or to make sure they didn't find out about all the shit he had yeah. been doing behind the scenes. Yeah, and then and then you get to the part of the story where he chickens out on a su- on a like murder suicide situation like when he like paid his oh friend to God. come kill him so his son could collect insurance money. Him. But you chickened out of that. Yeah. Like well he got shot but like it didn't kill him. I, try again if that's what you really <laughs> want to do. Otherwise, you <laughs> probably he probably got shot and thought twice or saw that shit coming and flinched and you know what I'm saying? Like right. you realize what a crazy idea that was. Yeah. They're yeah. just so unhinged and I honestly I enjoy true crime. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, pretty sick. Uh if you want to learn more, there's podcasts that you can listen to. Yes, um, it's on I'll, HBO Max too and um, yeah. Netflix. Yep. So there's a couple documentaries, docuseries that you can watch, podcasts you can watch. Of course you can look it up, but like I don't know. Crazy crazy things happen when money controls everything. When money run, runs your life. Um yeah, we are drinking. What are we drinking today? Our usual. Our usual. Martini and Rossi. Rossi we're still waiting Asti. for you guys to sponsor us. Yeah, we're going to work on that. Um, if anybody Amen. works in the liquor or wine industry, anybody at Diageo wants to get us a little sponsor. We'll, yeah, LVMH. Yeah, we'll gladly take it. We will take it. We'll gladly take it. Um, final news topic. Um, I don't know if y'all heard about the California versus Walgreens situation that happened but essentially california pulled out of a multi-million dollar deal with walgreens after walgreens said they wouldn't carry the abortion pill in 21 states so we all know about um 
Roe versus Wade and how it was overturned. Basically, states get to determine if abortion is legal in their states as opposed to the federal government saying it's a human right. And uh, Walgreens basically said for those 21 states who said they're not going to let abortion be legal, we're not going to do anything to carry abortion pills in those states, which, you know, whatever. California said, though, you know what? We have a 54 million contract with you to get specialty prescriptions for the Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Go ahead and cancel that since you're not going to provide abortion pills in those states. That part. And I mean, put your money where your mouth is, Governor Newsom. I'm actually not mad at it. Um, California, the California governor said California will not stand as as corporations cave to extremists and cut off critical access to reproductive care and freedom. I'm not mad at that at all, to be honest. Um, that's how change is made. I understand that abortion, abortion is still, it's still legal in California. has to be, right? Yeah. I understand that it's still legal there, but as a state, California, that has so many senators and has a large enough budget to make a difference in this country to say, we're not going to pay Walgreens, one of the biggest pharmacies in the nation, $54 million. It makes Walgreens do something about it or not. That part. So good on them. All right, that concludes the news. Um, but before we jump into the rest of the episode, just a reminder that if you are a small business or know a small business that deserves some shine, make sure that you DM us or let us know on our personal Instagrams because we would love to shout them out for Unbossed. Um, and as always, you can buy us a coffee. How can they buy us a coffee, Shan? The link is in our bio. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we want to shout out Zamika Z. Shout out to her. She bought us, I think it was three, three or coffees. four coffees. Yeah. And that was very useful today. We used it for champagne. We sure did. So we appreciate that. <laughs> All right, let's get into the affirmation. Um, the affirmation this week is believe that good things are meant for you too. Um, this actually comes off the heels of our last episode when we were talking about delusion. Not to say thinking good things can happen to you is a delusional thing, but sometimes you have to live in like big bliss. Like you can't think that like, I'll never have or somebody always gets something that I don't get to get or look at their life. It's so much better. Like you have to internalize that good belongs to you, that you own it, that is on its way to you. And that creates a moment where God can see that you're grateful for what you have and you're open to more and then more can be on its way to you. So very short, very simple this week. Believe that good things are meant for you too. Yeah. I say it's on the, you say it's on the brink of like delusion, but it's like, being faithful, being no, like, I was saying coming off the heels of the last episode, but not that this is delusion. Oh, yeah, no, but it is like you have to like literally just assume like you're having the best life. Like, yeah, it's like a a combination of delusion, optimism, mm-hmm. and faith. and showing God you're ready for more. Yes, a hundred percent. I mm-hmm. honestly think my life in like the biggest way. I just think all the best just things in the world is gonna happen to me. Yeah, but then when it don't, I be like. Mm. I don't like that, but... I'm going to just act like that didn't happen. I'm going to just <laughs> do something <laughs> else. I'm going to bounce back. Um, moving into the unbossed today. So today we're talking about one of my top, I would say my top five restaurants. Um, and I've only eaten there twice. Um, it's called Swahili Village. So it's located... Well, the first time I had it was in D.C. And they have these like chicken wings with like some type of sauce. It looks like cheese but it's like a sweet swahili sauce mm. and it's like orange it's so good if if that's the only it's thing like you thick. order it's a little it's thick it looks a little bit like ranch okay but it's orange okay so at first i was like i don't know but the sauce slapped the the wings make sure you get them fried slapped everything delicious i think today i had 
a, a fish with like rice and plantains. Like if you like that type of food, like authentic African food, like it's honestly very delicious. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten would recommend. Um, they actually just opened a well. I wouldn't say just opened. They have a location in Newark. So if you're in New Jersey, you can definitely just go to the Newark one. But I will say like the DC location it's hit better. differently. The vibe in the Newark one is nice. Okay. It's, it's right across the street from NJ Pack. Oh, okay. It, but underneath those apartments? Yes. Well, oh. un- underneath the um, parking garage. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's like right there. Like, you got to pay for parking. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that's annoying. But the food, the drinks, everything, top tier. Good vibes. Good vibes. Okay. Good music, Afrobeats. If you like that type of vibe, you know, yeah. I love Afrobeats. So. Cool. Check out Swahili Village. Um, all right, let's jump right into the goddess chat. All right, today we're discussing how to build a bad bitch. How to build a bad bitch. How to build a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> From our perspective, of course. Now, bad bitches come in many different flavors, okay? We're only going to talk about two different flavors, you know, the Shinny's kind and the Jordan kind. But, Definitely. you know, it's very subjective. And if you build a bad bitch a different way, you know, do it your way. But if you need help getting started on building the baddest bitch you can build for yourself... This is a good place to start. Okay. So so what makes you feel like a bad bitch? What does being a bad bitch mean to you? Right. Honestly, I think when I think of, like, a baddie, mm-hmm. like, a, a true essence of a baddie, like, you have to have, like, a deep internal, like, confidence in yourself that mm-hmm. it kind of oozes out. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes I'm kind of like, it's either you got it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something. It is something you can develop develop and modify and stuff but like you have to internally know Mm -hmm. that you're a bad bitch like Mm -hmm. because once you know that everybody else gonna feel that that's that pressure that be having hoes hot Mm -hmm. you know so i would definitely say it's your confidence It, it it's down to everything the way you talk about yourself the way you handle yourself are you educated are you kind it's like a full well rounded circle of like all of the best components of what it takes to Mm -hmm. like thrive in this world yeah um and it's not easy no. i'm not gonna lie no it takes a lot of work yeah yeah being a bad bitch to me and i guess we'll i could say baddie for the rest of the time before my mom's like pops up on my shoulder and it's like all oh, that cussing <laughs> that part. Uh, <laughs> for me being a baddie is a host of things it is certainly the confidence that you carry like Shanice said um it's definitely like being very impeccable with my word you know the four agreements means a lot to Shanice and i And essentially, it's like four key things that you learn when you're like a child. And the older we get, the more life complicates them. But being impeccable with your words, saying what you mean and meaning what you say and like living in in the truth of yourself is so important to me. Being good to myself and like prioritizing myself so that I can be better and like comfortable in myself so that other people are like inspired by that is a part of being a baddie to me. Honoring my responsibilities. You can't, like, look good and, like, don't don't got nowhere to live or, like, look good and, like, can't afford to, like, you know, do the things you want to do. It's not for the optics, but it's for, like, your actual, the actual life that you live. Um, taking care of myself, taking care of the people that I love without crossing over my boundaries is a very bad thing to do. Um, but I think I don't, I don't want to give away what we have to say through the rest of the episode, so... We can move on to the next thing. How do you maintain being a baddie? It's not easy. Mm-mm, it's expensive. It's, ex- it's expensive, <laughs> okay? 
Um, I could start with the makeup routine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've gotten my makeup routine down to five minutes. Okay. I'm playing no games this yeah. year. I don't have the time. I think last year, like, it was so annoying to always have to get ready. And I was like, this is taking too long. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to, to modify you it. You got to start and two hours early. You don't got to do that anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Starting two hours, like, I needed, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. Not just to get ready, but I needed to relax in between. <laughs> I need to take my time. Like, mentally, all day, I have to get ready to Mm -hmm. go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Well, like, to go out. But, like, my makeup routine is down to five minutes. I literally do a slash, like, a dash of concealer under my eyes, Mm -hmm. a little bit over my eyes, a little bit around, like, my nose and my mouth, and then mascara, lip liner. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I set the setting powder. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, a little blush? Yes. Yeah. You need a especially if it's daytime, yeah. put a little blush. Make it look alive. Yeah. A or or a little contour too if yeah. you like, you know. Yeah. Just a little, you yeah, know, what I'm but saying? like caking it up. No. I'm not really caking it up these days. I'm not. If I'm going out, maybe I'm yeah. going to go all out, but yeah. like for every day, yeah. even before like I know girls would probably be like, mm, it's doing a lot to wear makeup out like all the time cuz I don't wear makeup all the time." Mm-hmm. But like you have to think like you you work all day or work all week and then like you have these opportunities to go out and do like your errands or like run around and stuff like don't you want to put your best foot forward you like look you cute while you do it you literally not even just cute but like you want to feel good about yourself while you're outside running around like you don't have to look a mess mm-hmm. if your life is a mess and yeah. that's just like a philosophy like I carried throughout my whole life mm-hmm. like if I would go outside and like my clothes would be ripped or, like, rushing or something. My mom would literally humble me. Like, mm-hmm. where are you going like that? Yeah. Like, you need to go inside and change. Like, the the effort that you put into yourself is, like, it really determines how people respect you mm-hmm. and how people treat you. That's the truth. And, like, I don't, I want to put my best foot forward at every single chance I have. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't have on makeup or I'm not dressed up, I still look well put together. Mm-hmm. So it's just always looking like. Hair is not going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. What's that word like when you're like well put together? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Buttoned up. Right. Cleaned up. Like you didn't just roll out of bed. Yeah, I feel that. What else? How about you? Uh, Like as far as makeup? Yeah. Is concerned? Yeah. These days I've been more of like a uh, mascara, brow gel, blush girl Mm -hmm. because I'm on like to be on camera. Yeah. If sometimes I'll do a little concealer, but I also like really work from home, like in a real way. Yeah. I I just don't want to look tired when I get on. So some days, if I'm having like a particularly good skin day, then maybe just a little mascara and yeah, make sure my hair looks good and I have earrings on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, to like come alive a little bit, a little blush. Yeah. Yeah. Well, from for work from home, they get what they gonna get. <laughs> Let me tell you, I be coming on there sometimes. I didn't even realize I had my robe on the other day. <laughs> I'm sitting in the meeting like, wow, I look so comfy. So is it like a terry cloth? Like, Bitch. A- <laughs> it was baby bath blue. <laughs> I was like, damn, these people have like, work. She just woke up. Yeah, that's okay. Indeed, I did. You know, next meeting, it'll look a little different. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I caught myself at the 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. How else I maintain it? Um, I really don't do shit I don't want to do anymore. And I think that just wipes away a level of stress that lives in your face. Like, you know um, when you, like, really in your heart of hearts don't want to do something? I do. But you do it anyway 
for the sake of like somebody wants you to do it so you're going to indulge or that's what everybody else is doing yeah i really don't give a fuck about doing what everybody else is doing yeah i don't i really do not care to repeat what everybody else got going on i re- i just absolutely don't and in the last couple of years of my life i have just really gotten rid of a layer of stress of like trying to keep up i never really was like keeping up keeping up but like yeah there's some things that you see where like oh as a mid-20s woman maybe this is something i should be doing no yeah. i'm not doing that i just i just can't i agree i think to your point anything that causes stress shows up on your face it does it shows up in your body yeah it shows up in the ugliest ways so it's like to yeah. avoid stress but this is so funny because today i was having this whole rant about like i'm the villain in people's stories this is like sidebar. Mm-hmm. I'm the villain in people's stories. So I'm like, okay, like, I'm just going to accept it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to let it ride out. I'm mm-hmm. going to just be that villain. And I feel so stress-free. <laughs> well, because you'll of... never be the hero for everybody. And that's sad. Somebody is always going to look at you like what you're doing isn't good enough or it's not what they want you to do. So it makes them feel bad about themselves. Therefore, they have to villainize someone. That's sad. It's honestly sad. You just got to get comfortable knowing that not everybody's going to love what you're doing. Yeah, and no good deed goes unpunished. That's so the truth. Beca- because of the, the, the meeting point of those two things, like, my skin has been flourishing. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly. Porcelain skin, for sure. Like, and then also, like, I do, like, intensive skincare. Yeah. Like, like, I would not even say, like, my skin is this way because of God. Well, mm-hmm. let me stop. It is because of God. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, God made me. He knows the capabilities. Yeah. But it's not like... It's the works part of yeah, being works. Yeah. It's you do the work to keep your skin nice. It's, it's thanks to the dermatologist. Yeah. Like, you yeah. take that those first two layers of skin right on off once, I sure once do. or twice a year. I get chemical peels once a year, maybe twice, sometimes twice a year if it's, like, smaller ones, facials all the time. Like, yeah. wash my face twice a day. Yeah. Like, it's aggressive. But it, it's beautiful and it works. No, but it has to be. Like, it's not even about how, like, much you spend on your proje- products. It's about consistency. Like, it's about continuously doing it to ensure that your, like, skin is at its very best. Yeah. And then it's like, anytime you slip up, I swear, I miss one day of washing my face. I have six pimples. I have one pimple right now because I wanted to, like, lay down. Mm. Too long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> close the eyes two seconds too long. Too long. Like, yeah. Um, gym routine, another way to maintain being a bad bitch. Yeah, go ahead. Take this away. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm no professional. I got a long way to go. And there is a lot to be said about keeping your body active. And I'm not even saying like be skinny, right? I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is being able to take care of yourself in a way that maintains your health. You know, I don't want to be 40 and having trouble walking up the stairs I don't want to be 50 and can't... Do you have grandkids by 50? Sometimes. 55? Sometimes. Whatever grandkids' ages. I don't want to be that age and can't roll on the floor with my grandkids. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a walking, like, health experiment because I just didn't do a good job, didn't do uh, my due diligence to take care of myself. And I totally understand, too, that sometimes life just lives. And it has nothing to do with exercising and eating well. Like, things just happen. But outside of that, whatever I do have control over, I'm going to do my best to have control over it. Which, I'm going to Eagle Rock tomorrow to do a hike. So, Mm, that's that's one way. You see what I'm saying? That's not running a marathon. That's not lifting a million pounds. That is getting some vitamin D, being in the nature, doing a few miles, and, you know, being able to, to move your body. 
Yeah, I agree. I do think it's important to move your body, but I'm also not going to sit up here and lie like I go to the gym. I don't. But whenever I like need to or whenever I feel like it's been like a while, let me just go. Mm -hmm. I'll do it consistently for a little bit, but I never like hang on to it. But I also think it's because I don't like the gym and I don't like to sweat. So you'll you'll find (laughs) (laughs) what you like in due time. Are you going to do Pilates? So I want to try Pilates. I want to try like, so I did like cardio. Like I was in the gym when I was in Ghana. Mm -hmm. So like I had a a trainer Mm -hmm. and we did a lot of like cardio stuff and like fun dancing stuff. Like those things like don't bother me. I think it's like actually like being in the gym, Mm -hmm. like actually having to lift weights and like people, I hate when people like cheer you on. Like (laughs) just don't look at me. I hate it. (laughs) I hate it. Like I just don't want to talk to anybody while I'm there. So it's like. I prefer, like, the one-on-one type of thing or, yeah. like, I'll try Pilates. Intimate settings. Yeah. Small groups. A spin where yeah. I'm just, like, on my bike or yeah. something. I mean, there's a lot of cheering that goes on in spin, though. You yeah, but it's not classes? isolated. It's, like, group cheering. Okay. I can like, you don't want a, you don't want a person cheering for you no. in particular. We can all cheer, but don't yeah. come cheer for don't me. Don't come cheer for me. I don't like that. Like, too much attention? It's too much. It's too much when I'm, like, trying to do my best, and I'm already sweating, and I yeah. don't even like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't don't look like, at me. <laughs> people are just looking at you and, like, expecting yeah. you to be strong, and I'm, I'm like, I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soft. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about elements of being a baddie. Yes. What, what comprises of being a baddie? What are the elements? Okay, the music. First mm-hmm. of all, you need a, a killer playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, you need that Get Ready playlist that got all the, the ratchet songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about Munch, <laughs> Ice. <laughs> ice Spice, Lola, Lola Brooks, Brooks. Yeah. Glorilla. Uh-huh. Like, you need... Y'all can say what y'all want to say about the music or whatever, but dumb songs get you turned up and ready to go. What I will say is... What I love about it is, like, about female rap, and I hate to, like, say female rap as opposed to it just being rap, but unfortunately, it you know, society has made it so that there's a big difference or whatever. What I will say that I appreciate the most about it, it is women talking their shit. Yes. I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough I of it. I literally can't. That's what I work out to, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally... And, and um, Lady London. Yeah. Uh, she's actually been, like, my most frequent gym music lately. Like, yeah. I need to hear a girl talking her shit. Yeah, it, I need it to. empowers me. To it do empowers the same. me. Yeah, I like that. That is the real millennial pink shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> women empowerment. Is, yeah, is, 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 we, they need to come to us through rap. Okay, through these women, I'm feeling it. I don't need any more quotes. I'm. Good. I really don't need any more quotes. <laughs> and I understand we post quotes on guys' culture, <laughs> but maybe we need to start posting rap videos. Yeah, rap lyrics. Yeah, because that might maybe. Yes, work that's a good idea. It is. All right, let's try that next week. And. Um, SZA, mm-hmm. like we love SZA's album. You know, we talked about that before. Um, Afro beats, like you kind of need a playlist for every vibe you're trying to catch. Mm-hmm. And a bad bitch playlist, like encompasses all of those elements mm-hmm. and gets you in the right mindset to conquer the day. Yeah. And there's like the turn up stuff, but there's also like the mellow shit. Like sometimes being a baddie is like getting work done with some like music that makes you feel good in the background. I definitely have like a, a, I think it's called like incense music or something where it's like Jill Scott and Erica Badu and yep. Lauren Hill and Janae Aiko. Like there's like the slow, feel good, you know, sounds like butter music that really carries you too. If you if you really want some good playlists, you could probably, you, you on Apple? What do you want? Yeah. I got Apple music. Yeah. Maybe we'll post our links or something. 
I got the student plan still, so. Do you? Yeah. I'm riding that wave till the wheels fall off. I would, too, except. You like, don't know your password for your email? No, I do. It's just that all, my there's old people in my family. Oh, my on family, your Apple so I have So I have the family thing. I like, I hate to say old people, but, like, my grandpa, like, for instance. <laughs> like, you don't know the first thing about having right. an Apple ID and what you do with it. Yeah. You know? So I have, like, my grandpa, my uncle, my brothers, my mom. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mind. I, yeah. I really I really don't. It's only like $15 a month to have five of them. So. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Maybe I'll add my grandma. Yeah. Like, my grandpa likes a Jimi Hendrix and shit like that. So if he wants to listen to some fucking guitars play, let's get yeah. that man some guitars playing. I feel that. Yeah. That's another part of being a bad bitch is taking care of people you love. Yeah. Not oversending yourself, but. Not enabling. Yeah. Whatever you can do. The small things. The little things. The small things are definitely a big part of that. But you talked about confidence. Let's like let's get into like and when we talk about the elements of it. Why is confidence a big thing on the list of being a baddie? Well, first, like I mentioned before, it's either in you or it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There is like this is gonna sound like a little crazy, but like when you like enter a room, like you wanna walk in with the most confidence ever. Your head up. Mm-hmm. You don't wanna walk in like cowering or like mm-hmm. nervous or like let you don't anybody yeah, like, you don't belong there. Like, you don't want anyone to apply pressure to you. Like, you have to walk in, like, I know who I am. Like, I'm confident in who I am. I'm here. You can speak clearly because you can answer questions honestly. You're just, like, you you bring your best self to the table. Like, if you ever heard that saying, you only get one time to leave an impression. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what is that impression going to be? And, yeah, people could say you think too much into it or maybe I think too much into it, but, like, you get this one life. You get this one life opportunity. And if you don't meet that, like, expectation every single time, like, every day you have to wake up and actively reach, like, the expectations you've set for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you're not bringing your best self to the table or you're not coming in confident or you're not working on yourself to become a better person, you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. And people can really see that. And, like, I hate to say it, but, like, people can smell it. That's why sometimes you'll see women who constantly get attracted to the same type of man. That's because those men can smell your insecurities and your lack of confidence from a mile away. Like, they know who to play with. Because when I tell you, I would have been on true crime as a... (laughs) (laughs) You you snap. As an actual individual, like, performing in the show. Like, I would have really, really snapped. So... They can they can sense that, and because they sense that, they pounce on that, and they use that to, like, manipulate you and get into your head. And that's even with women. That's even with mm-hmm. jobs. That's even with people who, like, you interact with on the day-to-day. They're constantly trying to size you up, like, mm-hmm. all the time. So it's like when you give – when you show people, like, this is who I am. This is my best self. I'm confident in who I am. Like, you can't tell me anything about myself that I don't already know. My yeah. good, my bad, my ugly, like – I've already seen myself in all different ways. Yeah. And you walk in your truth. Like, nobody could tell you shit. Like, nobody could make a joke about me that I haven't already, like, joked about myself, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The co- with the confidence thing, I think it's, it's you, you're literally coming out the gate teaching people how to treat you. Right? So if you Facts. walk in, like, I, you can be walked all over. People are only going to do what you allow them. That air of confidence that you bring with you kind of, like, sh- shows people out the gate. Not to be played with. Period. I can joke, but you're not going to joke on me. You know what I'm saying? I can have a good time. I can be laid back. But there are boundaries around here. Um, That's definitely important 
for me, one of the biggest things is honesty. I just can't mess with a liar. And to be a baddie, you can't be walking around here with lies and fallacy as your the name of your game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, that goes back to being like the, what I was saying earlier about being impeccable with your word. Like if I say I'm going to do something, people can trust that I'm going to do that. And if I can't, then I'm honest and letting them know. But I don't skirt around my responsibilities. Right. If I say I'm going to do something, if I say I'm going to be away, if I say like this is the vision I have for my life, I'm going to work towards those things. I'm going to put like what I said I was going to do at the forefront of my actions so that people can trust me every time. Right. Honesty is a huge thing. Yeah. Like, the problem with some of y'all is that y'all go around telling lies to impress people you don't even need to impress, Mm -hmm. only to forget your lies and be caught up. Mm -hmm. I've heard so many people say, like, different things. It just, as soon as I hear you lie one time, you automatically go to, like, another list Mm -hmm. in my mind. Like, the list is called, you're a liar. And now like every is naughty or nice list. <laughs> That's literally my naughty or nice list. Yeah. Like, it has different segments, but yeah. you're a liar. And at that point, like anything you say from that point on, I will never like a hundred percent back it. Yeah. Like it's and it's also different between exaggerating because a good baddie knows how to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you gotta sprinkle yeah. a little size on dazzle. Yeah, a little razzle dazzle yeah. to like <laughs> to get the story across. <laughs> but like full blown lies. Making up shit that never happened, mm-hmm. pretending you from a life that you're not really from, mm-hmm. saying you didn't do something when literally you did it, bro, and people saw it, or if you, even if people didn't see it, but they have a way to find out. Yeah, it's giving unhinged. Yeah, very scary, very very scary. Um, let's. I think I think something that's fun to talk about is a benefit of being a baddie, which is going out and not having to pay. The best. It, it is the best. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie. It involves a lot of smiling. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's start there. You're going out with your girls. The first thing in the baddie commandments is to, to remember, like, we're going to turn up tonight regardless if somebody pays or not. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, like, regardless. in the back of your mind. Yeah. I can you, pay for it if I want to. I can to. pay for it if I want to. But if to. I don't have to, I'm not going to. But if I don't have to, I, I prefer not to. Mm-hmm. So We should clip that. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we, should. we should make a clip out of that for sure. <laughs> because it's true. Like, yeah. it's like... It's like, you got to go with that energy. Like, I don't need anything from anybody. I'm here to have a good time regardless. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's like, it, it attracts people to want to buy you stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a lot of smiling. A lot of... Being confident. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about, like, a man seeing a... a and don't get me wrong. There are there are a certain subset of individuals who prey on unconfident women or insecure women. But I'm talking about the the type of time where you're out with your girls and somebody sends you a drink from across the bar, right? They see you laughing and feeling beautiful and, like, being kind and having a good time and turning up and twerking and all that kind of stuff. They see that and they're like, this girl's having a good time. I want to aid. I want to add to that good time. Yeah. And then a drink gets sent your way. And baddies definitely, I mean, we we use our judgment. Yeah. We don't take a drink out of a hand from a man. We allow the bartender to get us to drink you know what i'm saying like we're cautious about it we're not like in the business of being roofied but yeah that's a that's a big part about being a baddie i love going out and not having to pay for my time out i mean and and here's the thing too in a relationship out of a relationship whatever as long as you don't cross the boundary yeah you know what i'm saying you can go out and get your drinks paid for and not have crossed the line with your significant other honestly some guys just like to pay the bill yeah i'll be honest like yeah 
nine times out of ten it doesn't even lead to anything and anyone like I don't know maybe I'm I'm the only one that thinks like this but if I meet you like in an out setting like that like I'm not looking for a relationship like no, I would not, not be looking for love in the club I'm not taking it serious like yeah. you know what I'm saying like we met in a party environment we're Why? here to have a good time exactly not yeah. not to take it any further than that let's have a good time and me yeah. and my friends are gonna go home and you get home safely we're, we're never gonna see each other again. and we're never gonna <laughs> see each other again you know what I'm saying but yeah. you know you're, you're out you're having a good time you're drinking whatever and I would say like I would, how much percent of the time would you say people pay for your drinks? When I go out, out? I would say like 65, 70. Yeah, it's like 65, 70% yeah. of the times we go out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, what I will say is these days, less and less am I going to like clubs and things like that. And I think <laughs> that's really where shit gets paid for, like brunches, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. clubs, out, whatever. For like, sure. Um, these days, like, where am I going? The freaking we be going to dinner. We're going to dinner. We're yeah, going to like lunch. a bar to grab drinks after something. Um, but yeah, when I go out and like turn up, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm expecting at least one drink. Yeah, or expecting it to happen. Not like I have like an expectation that every time I come, but you know, what I'm saying? it's like it's an expectation because I'd be feeling like all right. <laughs> not, that, not that I think I'm owed it. No, but I expect it to happen. I'm not surprised when, when it happens. happens. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I believe. What I mean by it, and I think I really think the this is how you know it really is not an expectation for anything to go any further is when your man doesn't have a problem with it. No, why would he? Because it's saving him money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, literally. Yeah. That's that. That's a good deal to me. It sounds like a win-win. Go out with your girls. <laughs> don't have, have to, to pay, pay for it. And come back home to And me. come back home to your man. Yeah. Like, that's... That's really what we be doing. That's really a baddie <laughs> recipe. If you, <laughs> if you ask me. That's really how it go. Yeah. Um. Okay. Getting into like faith and how the duality of being a baddie is not just all party turn up, be no. a confident bad bitch, but like on the other end of that, there's a confident woman of faith or whatever you believe in, but you know, you lean on something. Life is already like so hard, right? If you don't have like something secure to lean on, you're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to lean on the cross, like, mm-hmm. you have to lean on God and. If you have, it depends on what the, what exactly your faith is too. Because personally, I just like I am very hypersensitive to like if I ask God something, I get my answers. You know, in like how I feel. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll even be out and like it'll be like to go somewhere else or something. And I'll start to feel like I'm pain. <laughs> like it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So listening to your body, God sends you all these different signs. Like, why would you want to miss out on the opportunity of having like that type of support system. And I think the things that keep baddies going, Mm -hmm. honestly, is having that faith, like that optimistic faith in God that like everything's going to be okay and everything's going to work out in your favor because you attract the best. That's Mm -hmm. tying in the manifesto there. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back to the affirmation. Yeah. But how about you? Yeah. Um, I would agree. I think something that's very important to me is like realizing and letting people know that whenever whatever you see in me, especially the good, is not my own. It's not from. I mean, I you know I worked for it, but God put me in a position to have it and put me into a position to ask for it. Um, I want when people look at me and see the best of me, they see the God in me. So a huge part about being the most confident bad woman that I can be is knowing not only who I am, but whose I am, who I belong to. So, yeah. That part. 
all right, baddies have hobbies. We right? do. We don't only, like, go out. Do our makeup and go out and drink and find <laughs> the best restaurants in New Jersey. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not all we do. But we have hobbies that exist outside of monetization, right? Um, I think that's a lesson that Shanice and I had to learn. It was, like, every good thing that we're good at, we don't got to sell. Mm, that, that part. Yeah, that because it gets you caught up in, in comparison, and baddies don't compare themselves to anybody. That part. Yeah, when we're always trying to figure out, like, how I make my next dollar off of something I love, it becomes not fun anymore. You don't love it anymore. You don't give yourself an outlet that exists outside of work and hustling. Um, But, yeah, what do you do? What are some of your hobbies? So I just realized I even had hobbies because I thought, like, these are just things that I do that I feel like I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Um. I do hair, so I don't know if you guys know, like, I just always like to try different hairstyles, so I just be, like, doing different things with my hair. I be dibbling and dabbling in hair for fun, mm-hmm. not for, like, work. And it looks so good. <laughs> I'm I'm really appreciating your TikToks. We're expecting more. Yes? Yeah. Okay. I like, like, hair coloring, stuff like that, random stuff. Um, I also, like, so, like, when I was younger, I used to, like, write a lot. So, like, I write, like fiction mm-hmm. <laughs> fiction books but not like books like like short stories it's like a it's like one story mm-hmm. right but it's you know back in the days when there would be those books and there'd be the girl on the locker and it would be like a, a, a man and it would be like like ghetto stories from like back in the day yeah like a smut book yes yeah, okay that's exactly what it's like <laughs> love that yes Zane and shit like that yes okay yes like names like that like yes my man like yeah crazy stuff like like drug dealing stuff yes yeah that was my favorite back in like middle school high school I had no business reading it but those books were good they were great actually I like those type of books so I'd be writing stuff like that making up like full-blown stories in my head which Mm -hmm. I'm good at (laughs) yeah um what else would I say is a hobby I recently did like gel X nails for my sister. Oh, yeah. I just try, like, everything. Like, I will try anything once. Yeah. Like, I have paintings. Like, I'll do it once. Yeah, that's the best way to be. Like, somebody who's, like, open to exploring and trying things with an yeah. off chance that I might like it. Or just to say that I've done it once and it, yeah. it, I was able to, like, occupy my time in a productive way. Um, I, too, will, like, try almost anything. Um, I think the things that stuck for a long time or for a while was, like, lettering and animation. Oh, yeah, I like you're to. So good. I like. I have like decent handwriting, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I can turn that into something." You can. Um, and that's how I like taught myself to hand letter on the iPad. It actually started out as a stationary business, um, in like 2016. Um, but yeah, it was it was a fun for a time. I also taught myself how to knit, like a very grandma thing to do. But like, bad bitches don't care if it's a grandma activity. Yeah, it, like I those. actually really did it because I it had less to do with like knitting had more to do with like I like to work with my hands I certainly know that I have ADHD and we like to keep ourselves occupied with like fidget toys and things like that so that's why I taught myself how to knit I also in the last like two years I think have a thing for like sourcing vintage jewelry so some of my favorite pieces like I'm also somebody who like doesn't like to take my jewelry off so if I'm gonna wear it, it has to be real with the exception of like earrings in my first lobe those because I switch out all the time I just make sure that it's like has no zinc in it and it's at least gold plated but everything else the earrings in my second third and was that my cartilage all my rings all of my necklaces um 
I don't want to take them off when I shower. So it has to be real. And I really love the vintage jewelry like market. So I have a really um, I have a couple of really cool pieces that I got. Um, it's an expensive hobby, but I'll be able to give this stuff to my daughter one day. So I think that's cool. That's true. Yeah, that is really cool. I can never tell like what jewelry pieces like fit me. Mm. Like I'm like just... size wise size or a style a, style mm. size style like all my jewelry like rings is like very simple but i do want to get like fun like colors and stuff like that but i don't even know like the criteria for like shopping for this stuff it's uh, it's honestly it's very trial and error for me at least like how i view like the pieces that are like staples so i don't i have a couple of them on like these two i'll i don't know if y'all follow me on social media but i have like a thick cigar band which at some point, oh, well, my hands are so ashy, but at some point it was like a man's wedding band. And like now it's like my middle finger ring. And then I also have this, this uh, tension set um, diamond ring that was someone's engagement ring like God knows how many years ago. Um, but I just think it's like really pretty pieces that you can wear at any time. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. It's like experimenting. Yeah, but being a Babbage comes in many different shapes, colors, sizes, all of that. Like we said, um, what we gave y'all was what we do. Um, but we encourage you, if you're trying to figure yourself out, to, like, take these things and try them on for size. If they fit, great. Um, if not, try something else. We encourage you to, like, live in your confidence. Um, we encourage you to honor your truth, to be honest with yourself and to the people around you. And find what works for you. Yeah. It's all it's all within you. Like if you feel it inside of you, you got it inside of you. If you if you come off um confident, people are going to feel that. And honestly, for the first like half of my life, I faked my confidence. Yeah, oh, it's certainly fake it until was, you make it. It was all fake. Like I didn't really feel that confident. I just had to put on a face of confidence because I know how vicious the world can be okay. when you aren't. Okay. So, if you have to fake it till you make it, do that. Don't feel imposter syndrome. Everybody's doing it. Like, bring out your, put your best foot forward so that you can get the best life ever. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, moving on to Fresh Face. Really quick, there's this company called Dead Cool that makes perfume. And um, I have one, the actual perfume scent is called Extra Milk. It's a layering scent, so it's meant to be used with other perfumes. When I tell y'all, it smells like what perfume smells like before fragrance is added. I don't know how to explain that because the notes are bergamot, white musk, um, amber, whatever. It literally smells like the base of a perfume. Don't know how to explain it, but it helps like amplify other perfumes. And 10 out of 10 recommend. They have a travel size that's 30 bucks and they have the full size that's 90 bucks. You can get it at deadcool.com, Credo Beauty, Sephora, um, Works like a charm. And y'all know I love Mudo. I pair those two together. So I'm going to start to experiment layering Dead Cool's extra milk with some of my other fragrances. What did you do for self-care this week? Um, Now that I think about it, I didn't do anything specifically for self-care. But what I'm going to do mm-hmm. is I'm going to take some PTO days. Mm-hmm. I just started working, <laughs> like, uh, not too long ago. But... I already feel like burnt out. Mm. Like they're getting their money's worth. Mm -hmm. So I think I need to like reset Mm -hmm. so I could come back with like my better self because the best ideas come from like relaxation. Mm -hmm. And I think I need that. Yeah. 
I agree. Um, I'm still going to petition for work weeks to be four days until the day I die. So I think I f- truly feel like if we only worked four days, life would be so much better for a lot more of us. Yeah, because honestly, Friday is like a hanging day. Mm-hmm. Like stuff is happening. Like stuff could, Friday could pop off. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it could just be like chill. Yeah. Like that could all be stuff like Thursday stuff. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Um, Mine is like a little esoteric. Um, I, I don't know if you guys, you by the time you hear this episode, my story will have been long gone. But um, I basically posted on my story today about not being desirable to everybody. And I think that frees you up a lot. Like when you're not worried about everybody, like like wanting to like be pleased with the way you look or the way you think, you let go of the expectation that it's not yours to hold on to. Um, so I'm working on letting go of being desirable and agreeable to everybody. I don't have to be. What's most important is that I'm desirable to myself um, and I'm agreeable to myself and the people that I love. That shit, my man still finds me fine and I'm, you know, healthy and comfortable in myself, but I don't have to look like anybody. I don't have to think like anybody. And the sooner we all realize that we have the power to be who we want to be and to show up the way we want to show up as opposed to fitting in these molds that people are like squeezing themselves into, I think the happier we will be. I love that for you. Thanks. <laughs> well, we have made it through another episode of Goddess Culture Podcast. Um, this to- this topic is pretty fun, pretty light. Um, but if you have suggestions on what you want to hear um, from the lightest, funnest things to like the most deep and like soul searching topics, like let us know. We definitely want to get the feedback from you all. Um, feel free to DS- DM us on Instagram to comment on the episode announcements, um, to comment on um Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Oh, actually something we forgot to mention. We're now on Amazon Podcasts or Amazon Music. Our podcast is on Amazon Music. So if you're an Amazon girly, you can find us there. But let us know what you want to hear. You can email us, whatever. Um we'll figure it out. We'll we'll find a way to let your voices be heard on the pod. Yes. Thanks for tuning in guys.